the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. This week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast, we're going stateside to Miami. Joining Paul and I are Joe from the Greater Miami Convention and Visitors Bureau, as well as three hoteliers, Sarianne from South Beach Group, Louise from Cadillac Hotel and Beach Hotel, and Andrew from the Fontaine Blue. Welcome, everyone. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Good morning. to be here. It's great to have you guys here, and I'm very excited to hear about Miami because I've never been. Paul, have you been to Miami? Yeah, yeah, lots of times. Lots from of times. the 1990s all the way through, and then since COVID, I haven't been back, but before COVID was just back. So, yeah, I love it. Great city. You need to come down. I yes. Need to, yeah. What are you waiting for? Don't know. I'll have to get it all booked and sorted out. Aer Lingus flies there. Yes. Direct mm. as well. There you go. There you go. Very good. So just on that, um, the first kind of question I'd have is, how do we get to Miami from Dublin? Wintertime is direct with Aer Lingus, as Louise was saying. Uh, Aer Lingus have a direct Dublin Miami service three, four times a week from the end of October, start of November, right the way through to the end of March. So that is a brilliant direct service. Otherwise, it's any of the American airlines out of Ireland. So American Delta or United through their gateways and into Miami, which is very easy, or track back over to London and pick up a BA or a Virgin flight into Miami. So huge, huge options. It's a stunning airport. It's a it's a massive international airport, really well serviced and very easy then to two and three center it with cruises or other parts of the States. The airport is, um, it's uh, really in the heart of the destination. So it's quite easy to get from the air, from the airport to downtown or even the South Beach or Mid Beach area where most of the our hotel partners um, are located. But it's about 15 minutes uh, to downtown Brickle area, uh, Port Miami, if there are um, visitors that are coming to Miami to take cruises. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's quite close actually. Paul, you, may, you had mentioned all the different options of how to get to Miami from here. But from here, from Ireland, you actually clear um, immigrations from here. So of course. It, which makes it much easier because when you arrive into Miami International, um, mm-hmm. then it's, uh, it's, like a natu- it's like a domestic flight. So uh, you don't have to make those uh, worry about those long lines at uh, MIA. Yeah, that's one of the real advantages, Jill, about flying yeah. Erlingus or any of the American carriers straight out of Ireland, out yeah. of Dublin or Shannon. It's pre-clearance and it's year-round, yeah. which is great. Yeah. It's just handy. Yep. And what about getting from the airport to either downtown or South Beach? What are the options? Well, you you have um, you know the ride share, um, which is uh, would either be Uber or Lyft. I'm not sure if you have Lyft here in Ireland. Uh, Uber, yes, because we've we've used them since we since we arrived. Um, uh, taxis as well, and then um, you know my colleague, uh, you know Lewis mentioned uh, Metrorail, uh, which is um, it's not. The typical metro system that you find in large cities, but um, it does. There is the orange line that takes you right from uh, Miami International into the downtown area, and if you happen to be staying in the downtown of Brickle, then you can automatically connect to uh, the Metro Mover, which is a metro, uh, kind of like a uh, like a tram. Yeah, tram or okay. around the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's completely free actually. You know, so it's it it, it does operate seven days a week and and it is completely free. So free that's public great. transport in the in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, as well as uh, we also have the trolley system. So that that that's also free. That operates in uh, many of our neighborhoods. 
um, as well as uh, on Miami Beach as well. And again, that is completely free uh, transportation that operates uh, seven days a week. Wow. That's something That's else. Yeah. Wow. Who'd have known a, a U.S. city having great public transport and that yeah. it's free? Yeah. <laughs> and That's actually, great. didn't uh, Mayor Levine just mention something about an extension to the beach from downtown, like an extension of the People Mover? Yeah, they've been talking about that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just one of those projects that uh, of the many things that are uh, future plans um, in the destination, obviously, to make it, you know, uh, more inviting and certainly a lot more comfortable for our, for our visitors. So that people mover and the metro line, metro rail, make it very easy to get around and to see from wherever you're staying all of the different attractions within the, within the city. Yeah, I mean, most everything, if you're staying in the downtown area, it is, it, everything is pretty close. Um, yeah. You know, if you, let's say you're coming in for a cruise and you're staying in downtown or, uh, or Burkle area, you're five minutes, within five minutes, uh, 10 minutes, depending on the neighborhood, to go to Windwood. To go to you know Little Havana, yeah. If you want to enjoy the Latin culture, uh, Wynwood, of course, is the epicenter of the uh, art scene in Miami. Uh, you can go to uh, Coconut Grove. Uh, mm. Even crossing the bay, going into Miami Beach, it's it's actually quite short. So there, it's it's very centrally located. Um, and most people that do take cruises, they tend to stay there. However, staying on the beach also uh, puts you in very close proximity to Port Miami. Yeah, of course. I think the uh, great thing about the three. Uh, properties that are here today is that our location, although Syrian has a, a few more options other than Mid-Beach, uh, our hotels are located literally just one straight shot from Miami International Airport taking our main highway into our area of the beach. Yeah. So it's a non-stop, like once you get off the airport, uh, airplane, out the airport on your rideshare or your taxi, it's one shot directly to our area of Mid-Beach, which is exits right off of uh, 41st Street. Yeah, I was explaining to Jill the first time I was there, picked up my car, I was staying in the Fontainebleau, it was work, and it was literally, it was an evening flight in, and it was 15 minute because drive. Like 15 minutes, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah, yeah. perfect. No and traffic. then you're right, like Mid-Beach, South Beach, North yeah. Beach, all very, very proximate. Yeah. And all of those great neighborhoods that he mentioned, Wynwood Design District, is literally just crossing over that same bridge. We're like 10 minutes away from that destination. So yeah. you have the beach, you have culture, you have shopping, just steps away from our hotels. So it's really easy to get to the airport. Yeah. Really easy to get from the airport all around the city, really easy to get within the city. And all free the as well. <laughs> and all free. Yeah. And also the view is amazing it when is. you just have take the ride from the airport. I mm -hmm. think it's like the most beautiful ride from any airport in the world. Has to be. Has to be because you're just going over the intercoastal. And, yep. Just and then you land on this stunning uh, beach. It's the Miami Vice shot, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You come in there and yeah. you see the yeah. old Miami Vice. One hundred percent. That's straight okay. in. It's yeah. very we're, sad we're, when you're leaving because you get to see this beautiful skyline, <laughs> and then you're thinking to myself, "When am I coming back?" Yeah. Or in your case, <laughs> when am I going? We're waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, come on in. Will we get straight into your properties and give us a flavor for the options as to, you know, what what's your property about? You know, tell us. As, as people who don't know the area, don't know the resort, who are listening into the podcast, what about it? Maybe, Andrew, we start with you. Start with the Fontainebleau. Yeah, no, well, I mean, again, the Fontainebleau, everyone knows Fontainebleau, Miami Beach. Mm. I mean, it's the, it's the full word of the, the hotel. Uh, I mean, it's an icon uh, mm. of Miami Beach. It's been around since 1954. People may know it as the old Fontainebleau Hilton, but uh, it closed down in 2005. We renovated in 2008. Uh, so it had a big reopening, 
um, Frahotai. Again, we're, we're the largest ocean front. We're you know synonymous of the curved building there. We're, yeah. we're, we're famous for uh, for all the movies that have been there, from Goldfinger, and <laughs> we talked about Whitney Houston earlier. I mean, yeah. she sang there and in Arborum, and they talk about it because she did her take. A, I have nothing. One take. Uh, in our ballroom there for the movie of the bodyguard so it's incredible to think that and scarface was filmed there as well i mean that was 40 years ago again aging ourselves a little bit here but uh hotel is uh definitely has been renovated uh since uh like i said 2008 uh, 1500 room property has everything on property that you would need uh again it's it's about what kind of what do you want from your hotel we have all different kind yep. of flavors of hotels and all different options and we have everything within our hotel there uh, it's exciting it's vibrant you can have everything fun there and you can find some quiet there as well we got <laughs> from spas to all the food and beverage outlets you can possibly imagine yeah like for for me for the first time in florida to land into that hotel yeah. was just like a eye-opening like it was spectacular wow. it's iconic it's right on the beach it's all of the photographs because it looks that amazing was, I hate to date myself but that was pre-social media so you were just looking really at photographs to get an impression of somewhere mm-hmm. which we don't have to worry about anymore but it was spectacular yeah it's but uh, it's it's just one element of as you said all of the choice that mm-hmm. exists right the way from Bal Harbor South like really really good and we're in that mid-beach area as Lewis mentioned so we're a little bit further north of okay. what South Beach is yeah. most people know yeah. as Miami Beach is South Beach and we're a little bit further north it's a little bit calmer up there it and is it's beautiful beach there it's uh, it's, uh, it's perfectly located great and Sarianne, tell us about South Beach Group. South Beach Group, uh, we are a collection of unique boutique hotels in Miami Beach. So we cover all the party hotels and little party hotels in South Beach close to Ocean Drive. Then we also have Hotel Riviera, a four-star property that is close to Lincoln Road, but also located in South Beach. And then um, Trade Winds Apartment Hotel for families the walking distance and everything that South Beach has to offer. Mm. Full um, apartments with full kitchens. And then uh, Mid Beach, we have Hotel Croydon. And Mid Beach area is also a wonderful area since it's a little away from South Beach, but still close enough. And as uh, Joe mentioned, we have free trolleys that go up and down Collins Avenue so you get to South Beach. And again, it's also calmer when it comes to the beaches. To see more about the hotels, because we have a collection of 16 properties, just go to southbeach.com, southbeachgroup.com, and you will find the collection right there. We were looking earlier, and like there was just some great Art Deco architecture and some just lovely quirky boutique hotels, which to me kind of... You have like that's what Miami has. Like it has it has everything from those small boutique Art Deco right the way up to to the brand properties and to the, the really large properties. Also different neighborhoods. So when you go to South Beach of of course we are we are very famous for the nightlife. Yeah. And then you go to Mitch Mid Beach, which is a little bit calmer. Okay. And maybe a li- little bit for that um specially families or even corporate traveler. Mm. And then you go to North Beach, which is more of the residential yes. kind of area, very uh, much uh, Argentinian and Brazilian uh, neighborhoods. So that's another new area, which is I recommend for those that probably been to Miami before, so they know more about different neighborhoods. Yeah, brilliant. Great. And Louise, 
Well, my uh, hotel is um, part of the historic makeup of uh, Miami Beach. Um, it was built in 1940 by Roy France, which was uh, is synonymous with the Art Deco movement. And uh, further north, that area where we reside, our hotels is called the Historic Collins District. So okay. all those hotels originally are neighbors, not as far north as um, Andrews, but most of the hotels in that area. He was responsible for that original Miami skyline, or Miami Beach skyline, I should say. So it's a historic hotel, and it's part of the autograph collection, which is Marriott International. So that's synonymous with the high standards and mm. quality. And that's uh, one of the things that really differentiate us, I think, uh, from many of the uh, other hotels in our neighborhood, because Marriott as a as a brand, most people know it. Mm -hmm. There's a hotel everywhere in the world, yep. and uh, uh, the autograph collection. What it really makes us unique and different is that all of our hotels are independent, so we all have that independent feel, and it is also giving you a sense of place. So once you enter that hotel, you you harken back to that 1940s feel, mm. and it really emulates the design aspect and the historic value that was done. We did a, an amazing renovation at the end of 2018, brought the hotel up to the level of autograph collection, and it reopened then. And since then, we've been going strong. I think that what really makes our hotel uh, a little unique is that I think uh, we're the best value proposition for that quality of hotel on Miami Beach. Uh, we've been on the Condé Nast Travelers top 20 hotels in Miami for the last four years. So that just, you know, shows that the readers of Condé Nast Travelers has identified a hotel as the quality that uh, they look for when they travel. Great. Uh, but again, it's a multi-generational hotel like all our hotels yeah. and it has great uh, amenities uh, on property, dining, uh, uh, activities and so forth. So really like what we have with us today, Jill, is a case of something for everybody. Everybody, yeah. And that's just taking, you know, three, two, two properties and one of the groups. And Joe, what really strikes me is that the amount of investment that has gone into the, the Miami area, the greater Miami area in terms of public transport and the hotel investment piece, you know, clearly it's a, it's a massively popular, successful resort that was, you know, started in the 40s and 50s and is still re really resonating with, with holidaymakers and that leisure market. Mm -hmm. Well, absolutely. And, and the, the, um, the strength of the Miami brand is, is global. Mm. Um, and not only on the, you know, for tourism, but also for investment purposes. I mean, you mentioned uh, the investment that's being made in uh, new built uh, hotels, uh, uh, condos, um, you know, office buildings. It's a, it, you know, we... The city of Miami right now is looking to become a global uh, tech city, you know, so we have uh, several uh, tech companies that are now coming into Miami. Um, and also uh, what plays into that is our proximity to Latin America and those companies that want to do business in Latin America. Of course. Because we are, Miami is the gateway from Latin America and the Caribbean into the U.S. Of course. So, but uh, you're absolutely right. The the level of, of, um, of investment in Miami, it's, uh, it's just... Uh, it continues to grow year after year after year, and and it's quite impressive. And we uh, we joke, and even our county mayor uh, jokes that our state bird is the uh, the construction crane. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but because you see it everywhere, you see them everywhere. But yeah. it's so important for us in in the travel business and and holiday companies to see destinations reinventing themselves, because you know that's what sustains that level of demand. That's what gets us 
wanting to go back. And I think all of us have favorite places that we go to. Yeah. And like at the time when we had a charter into, in, into Florida, it was like in the 90s, like we would go down for the weekend. It was just brilliant. We'd go down on a Friday back on a Sunday. It was just super. Younger. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you say, uh, Joe, are the best things to see and do in, in Miami? Oh wow, that's a that's a great question. Um, uh, you know, we we always say that our that our strength, one of the strength of our destination is is are the people, the residents, uh, all of us that really make up the um, the community in Miami. So, it's a very diverse um, um, destination. Uh, you come to Miami, you can you know you can enjoy the the Caribbean culture, the Hispanic culture, the European culture, the Latin American culture. So there's a little bit of of everything and 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 when you go into our neighborhoods, um uh, some of them that we've mentioned here, um you really get to enjoy all of that um whether it's the uh, the local cuisine of of that particular area, um you know some of the the great music, um just the art and the culture that each one of those communities uh, really represent. Mm. So it's just a mix of of a lot of things um and I think we're 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 one of those few places in the US have not you know that you can enjoy all those different flavors um and uh and of course we're you know we we just um because we are, I think, in the tropics. Yeah. Um, we just we're very warm. We, you know, we're welcome, and I mean, we were having fun here before we got started, <laughs> and um, yeah, we're joking how you lost control of us already, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's just typical of you know who we are and what our our destination is all about. You know, yeah. we just want you to come down and have fun and j enjoy the beaches, enjoy the sun, and the art, the culture, and everything that we do have to offer. I think Miami just has such an array of places to go visit, even for locals. I mean, mm. I love going to work every morning. I love driving into the beach. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. But then on the weekends, I like to be in, you know, my local neighborhoods. I love to be in Coral Gables. I love to go to Doral. Yeah. No one says Doral. I love Doral. I think more people need to see that that area of Miami. So there's just, I think as locals, we kind of see Miami through a different set of eyes. And uh, that's our job is to communicate it to you, to everyone, yeah. uh, our guests are, and our partners. Yeah. And yes, I, I hear a lot about uh, people that uh, you know frequent Miami, and they they're like, oh, I, I know Miami, and I always say, no, you don't, because we live <laughs> there and we're cons you know we're always discovering something new, whether it's a new restaurant, whether it's a new museum or something something new, and uh, so we're always discovering, and we live there three mm. three sixty five. And so it, it's always interesting to hear people when they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Miami perfectly. I know what I'm, you know. No, there's, there's <laughs> a lot more, you know, that you don't know. Uh, so if you, had, if you had somebody in town staying with you who had never been, could we, could we do a run around the table and just maybe pick three things that you would say, I'm going to take you to ABC? And we, we, there's loads to do. We'll start, Andrew. Yeah, you know, Sorry, well, funny enough, I, guess I, I moved to Miami in 2005. So as you can tell from the accent, I'm not necessarily local. I've been there for quite some time now. But just, really? just the transformation alone in uh, Miami, areas such as Windward Walls, for instance. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'm not sure it was even ex existing when I was there in 2005, but uh, how that how that place is just transformed and just for the culinary side alone, which I'm sure Joe can touch on, uh, it's extraordinary restaurants throughout the whole uh, city. But definitely Windward Walls is uh, uh, is definitely worthwhile the visit, you know. And I live pretty close to uh, Little Havana. I mean, again, we talked about the yeah. Miami Vice, the yeah. opening shots. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. 
how that is. I mean, that, I think that's just a, just a must place to visit, you know, just yeah. to get that Cuban heritage, you know, that feel of uh, of Miami, definitely. Yeah, you know, that's it. And we're, we're from the beach, so I tell people, go to the beach. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's where the fun, that's where the excitement is. Yeah. Come to the Fountain Blue on a weekend. I mean, it's, it's the best people watching you'll probably find anywhere <laughs> in the world. I bet. Yes. <laughs> Sarianne. Well, for me, I would have to say that my favorite um, area, besides the beach, um, I'm also originally from Finland, so obviously sun and the beach is something that I enjoy a lot. But I love Wynwood Walls, all the restaurants around the area, the new restaurants, and there's always something new coming up, and the art is amazing, as well as Design District. And when it comes to shopping, we all love Aventura Mall and the Bell Harbor area. Bell Harbor Shops is really my favorite um, area to, not really to shop, but uh, to walk around and enjoy the restaurants as well over there. Lovely, lovely. Well, you know, I guess everybody has that uh, Wynwood thing going on, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I like Wynwood. I think it's amazing, but I do it at night. Okay. You know, because I pretend to be young. <laughs> and uh, the dining scene and the club scenes are super fun. You don't have to go to just South Beach. There's other options uh, if you do want to explore a little bit of the nightlife outside of the, the yeah. South Beach area. But like I said earlier, I love Coral Gables. I think Coral Gables is understated. People don't know it. And that's also great because it's very local. But if you really want to see like Miami through locals' eyes, you kind of do that. You know, the Brickell area, you go, to, uh, you go to Coral Gables. Little Havana, uh, like Andrew mentioned. And then people that are true locals, you have to venture out further, like go outside of the that little comfort zone because everybody knows also Coconut Grove, which is amazing. Mm. But I love just staying like in the local neighborhoods. I'm serious. Like Doral is up and coming. There's so many great little restaurants and just the people watching there and, and everything is super pedestrian. You can walk uh, to different locations and that's, you know, I guess why Coral Gables and the Doral area are kind of my favorite places to go to on the weekends. Also great shopping at Village of Merrick Park. I mean, if you do want to do shopping in Miami, there's a ton of options. Yeah, well, lots of Irish love shopping in the oh, States, yeah. but I just love the place names. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. Wynwood Walls, Little Havana, Coral Gables, Coconut Grove. Like it sounds like paradise. Yeah, when Joe and I were young, Coconut Grove was. What do you mean when we were young? Well, you know what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but now it's coming back. It's incredible the 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 resurgence, right? The yeah. uh, the how it's come back to uh, to some prominence in the city, which is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's funny because Coconut Grove, um, it's going through a renaissance, if you will, right now. Mm -hmm. And when we were growing up, uh, Lewis and I. Uh, you know, that was where all the nightlife was mm -hmm. in Miami. And uh, before South Beach became what it is, yeah. that's where we all went and, you know, went to the clubs and the restaurants and, and the bars and so on and so forth. So it was it was very exciting. Um, but it is going through that a renaissance period right now. And it uh, uh, and I, actually it's the oldest city in Miami-Dade County. So and the. Um, the settlers, if you will, or the 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 people that started that neighborhood, um, came to us from from the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. So it's got the Bahamian, um, you know, feel to it as well. We used to have a festival there called the Goombe Festival. So mm -hmm. it oh, was, wow. yeah, it was just a, a very Wrong. exciting, you know. Uh, so it it is it is a great place. It's more it's a little bit quieter uh, than the city center of Miami, but uh, yeah, it's it's a great place to go to. And talk to me about the investment that's gone into museums. Like the last time I was there, we spent a day around the museums in that downtown area. And like that was, if I go back to the very first time I was there, 
that that was non-existent in terms of the cultural feel for the city, like the Perez Museum, um, the Vizcaya. Like, talk to us a little bit about those. Now, look, if there's a choice between beach and museum, I'm probably going to be on the <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, we all like to name drop when it comes to the culture piece. Well, yes. Um, so we do have uh, quite a bit of museums, uh, you know, in Miami right now. And uh, the, the cultural, the art and cultural piece of destination has really um, taken off in the last, I would say, 15 years or so or maybe more. Uh, and then we actually, the first week of December, we have uh, Art Week Miami. Um, and one of, and a very exclusive, actually, um, um, art event that's called Art Basel, um, which uh, takes place in four cities in the world. Uh, it just happened now in Basel. Um, they hold it in Hong Kong, uh, Paris last year for the first time, and uh, Miami Beach. And ours is the biggest and most international of the four. So, uh, but in addition to Art Basel, um, then, you know, we also have more than uh, 15 um, um, art events that take place throughout the destination during mm. that entire week. But there are, there are museums, uh, whether it's uh, Miami Beach or you're going to find uh, museums in Little Haiti, uh, you're going to find museums in Coral Gables. And thank you for the shout out. That's my neighborhood where I live. So <laughs> thank you, Louis. And, and so, you know, there's, there's really history, a lot of history in Miami that um, we're, some people that live there and were, were raised there um, don't really uh, know about. Uh, yeah. But uh, we're, we're, we're a very, very young city uh, by comparison to many in the world. Um, uh, incorporated in, in 1896, uh, but it was actually two ladies that uh, you know really came down and, and wow. started uh, wow. started Miami. Wow. Um, so uh, and then you know Henry Flagler came in with the uh, with the railroad, and that's how it you know kind of all started um, way back when. But uh, you know look what it's become. So and then you have Collins Avenue, which is like a great yeah. Irish name, <laughs> running all the way along. That, that beach area yeah, right mm -hmm. the way up. So you drive up Collins Avenue, Jill, and you have the yeah. hotels on the, on the left and the right. And then as, you, yeah. as you're driving north, the beach and the hotels yeah. are to your right. And yeah. it's, you're straight onto the beach. Wow. That's stunning. But let's, yeah. let's yeah. move on to what some about, fun things. Yeah, what about the night, nightlife in South Beach? What's that wow, like? Everybody uh, looks at Lewis, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Why I'm, do you, I'm sorry. He, he's at the clubs all the time. I'm at the clubs. I'm dropping all that coin. the club. Listen to that bad bunny. Yeah, all that bad bunny is really... It's going to be well, my detriment. Like well, you were rattling him off last night at dinner. So I know. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. That's it. Now you're going to copyright yourself. I cannot remember. I can't <laughs> is it, repeat is that, it right? still yeah. a really vibrant nightlife yeah, club there is, scene? There is, yeah. there is a good club scene in Miami Beach. Uh, I think just in general in the destination, right? There's a yeah. lot of options. It doesn't exclusively have to be on South Beach. South Beach exactly. has a ton of options. And yeah. it's... Uh, but I think Miami, we're kind of evolving, right? Because Miami Beach is not exclusively nightlife and club scene. I think yeah. there is an evolution, but um, there are great clubs still in the, in the locale. And I think that a lot of locals and and obviously our holiday makers uh, enjoy that. But a lot of people are venturing out, like I said, out to Wynwood. Because yeah. they, they see that in yeah. downtown Miami, yeah. there's a, a lot of great options yeah, as downtown, well. Downtown, so. you have some there as well. I mean, I think most people, like you said, you would know the clubs. I mean, we're famous because we have live yeah live, uh, live which yeah. is well, right. pretty famous nightclub there it's going and then there's you know the 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 haunting ground for all people that go to ocean drive yeah mangoes who doesn't know mangoes <laughs> everybody goes and sees and does one 
at one stop, one time. Really? And you have the Clevelander. Yeah, there's I was going to ask about yeah, the Clevelander. Still there. The Clevelander is still there. Still there. Yeah. This was a gorgeous Art Deco hotel, Jill. And we, uh, we used to go for drinks, like kind of once work was finished and the lovely pool and the, the buzz, the vibe. Like, oh my God, it was just brilliant. But they're great little speakeasies now yeah. that, uh, that are popping up on South Beach. Uh, and just regular little pubs on the corner that are still there from... Back in the days, like yeah. when we would kind of like venture out. And of course, and forget about the nightlife. If you don't end up at Pizza Rustica at the end, <laughs> you did not go out in Miami. You're not beach, living. Right? Because it's everybody's at, either eating on top of the hood of their car, like having a slice of pizza or something. That and we awesome. probably have to think about um, kind of pulling this together and wrapping it up. And in terms of a destination, like this is a 12 months year-round destination mm -hmm. and then it fits very well into our uh, one, one really important part of our business is the cruise business yeah. oh yeah and miami port must be the like like m many of the cruise lines are headquartered cruise in miami. capital of the world yeah exactly wow. and like you're you're out of miami port and you're straight into the bahamas into the caribbean down to south america it and is spectacular all our hotels are less than 15 minutes away from from the port so great pre and post options yeah it's a great drive along there right across, you know, going down oh, Port is. Miami when the boats are there in the morning. I mean, it's a spectacular and shot. Another it's, thing we did. it's the winner shot. Yeah, another thing Ships. we did when we were there was uh, that, that boat ride, you know, the thriller boat ride thing that goes oh, out. Oh, yes. Super oh. fun. Oh, my God. Right by the cruise ships and right by all the islands, the intercoastal, the homes of the stars on the, on the different islands. You and mean my, to the beach. my home? We yeah. did see your home, Luis. We <laughs> saw right, you sunbathing. The big, big, big one. <laughs> the one just next, next to Gloria Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two Cubans. We just took it over, right? It's like no problem. And also, there is there a new train that's going to be from Miami to No, you mean Orlando? it's from Orlando to Miami. Orlando, from Orlando to <laughs> Miami. Sorry. They come in down. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We bring them down. They don't. We don't send people away. No, we always no. want to recommend. So yes, the the Bright Line it it, it currently operates uh, between West Palm Beach and uh, in Miami. Uh, there are uh, currently five uh, stations um, in West Palm, uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, um, and Aventura, as well, and then it ends up in Miami. So they're all downtown. All those stations are right downtown. But uh, the phase two, that was phase one. Phase two is now coming up, and uh, the expectation is that on September the 1st, they will start service from um, the Orlando area, Central Florida, uh, down to South Florida. So the station will be, uh, or actually it's located within the um, uh, Orlando International um, property. Okay. Um, attached to Terminal C, which is a brand new terminal up in the um, Orlando airport. And uh, yeah, so it'll connect. Um, it'll be connecting South Florida, hopefully September one. We've been hearing this for several years, so we're all excited that uh, finally it's going to come wow. to fruition. Um, and um, yeah, so it'll it'll take about three and a half hours um, if you take the train that um, makes all the stops, um, and then three hours and fifteen um, if you take the train that does um, the stops in just in, in Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, and then ends up in in, in Miami. So. The idea is for they want to have 16 trains heading north and 16 trains heading south simultaneously. So it'll be on average a one train per, per hour. That's wow. going to be a really great connectivity piece because it brings back like, you know, when we, we generally have sold like Orlando, it would have been Orlando and the beaches. Orlando has kind of taken over in terms of single center holidays and just doing that. But having that level of accessibility, yeah. because what we're seeing for more of our Orlando guests is they don't want to hire a car. They just want to use the use the transportation. So for them now, we're going to be in a position to offer the train down to Miami, yeah. time on Miami Beach in the city, 
you know, and really spell out all of the benefits of Miami and then put them on a cruise ship and down to the Absolutely. Caribbean. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The service is amazing. I, I did from Palm Beach to Miami uh, in January, February. Uh, during Florida Huddle, and it was just phenomenal. I mean, really, the service was just amazing, and we're so, I mean, I'm so glad that we're finally getting this type of transportation. Yeah. And what's it called? The Bright Line? Is Bright Line, it? Bright yes. Line, yeah. Yeah. Very good. And, and by the way, all the trains are brand new. They were built specifically for this company, so it's, uh, you know, and, and they're absolutely spectacular. You see them going by, very colorful, um, just absolutely beautiful. Great. Brilliant. Brilliant. Great. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us and teaching us all about Miami. I'm sure our listeners will all want to be booking with Click and Go, obviously. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew, Sarianne, Luis, you. and Joe. Thank you so thank much. You thank you very much. Thank you. Really great to Come have to the Miami. natives here in the room yeah. with us, the locals. Like, it <laughs> yeah. just creates so much more buzz about the place. Well, yeah. it's great being in Dublin, by the way. Yeah. It is, actually. And, and we, we should give a shout out to Seb in the control room, who yes. organized everything. Well done, Seb. Yes. Thank, thank you very much. Seb. There we go. Thank you. Great. So if you'd like to follow us on our social media, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you have any suggestions for us, um, please email us at podcast at clickandgo.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.